everybody, and welcome to the Guinness World Record holding Bondazi Fire! That's right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Fondazi Fire, and this is a show that asks a simple question, what do you want? Now, normally the answer would be more fire, but since this is a podcast, we're going to be giving you the ins and the outs of how a world record holding fire performance group operates. Tonight, we're going to be talking about our favorite interactions that we've had with our fans. We have nearly every Fondazi here. We are joined by my lovely and beautiful wife, Katie. Hi. <laughs> the original owners of Fondazi, Chris and Teresa Meese. And we're joined by our entire Fondazi band, Alan, Kristen, and Ridley. Hey, guys. Band in the house. Who wants to go first? Who wants to get dive into their favorite fan interactions? All right. Well, I actually have a favorite interaction that happened a long time ago. Actually, my very first year with Fondazi. I had been out at the festival for about five years before that. And my very first year, uh, we were playing, the band was actually back inside Devardo. So uh, if you don't, if you ever been to our show uh, out at the Minnesota Renaissance Festival, we have a stage and behind that stage is a curtain, which now Bruce is our favorite uh, banner <laughs> that you see behind our crew here. Uh, Bruce, the banner, uh, he sits up there now and uh, audacious as he is. <laughs> But before that, we had a curtain that was there. Uh, and uh, that curtain, uh, if you open up the curtain, there is a big uh, bardo where it's open. And inside that bardo was where the band would sit. So the first, I think the first five, four or five years I was I was out there, we played in, in the in the bardo. And right. wow, that's, by the way, that's super hot in there. If you've ever, it, with the, the fire burning, <laughs> with the fire burning and you're back in the pit, and all the fumes go that way. It's not properly ventilated, that's for sure. No. Oh, yeah. So you're getting hot boxed at the same time that you're, like, <laughs> trying to play music. And, and not in a good way. Not in a good way. No. <laughs> no. So you're sitting, we're sitting back in this this uh, hot box. And so uh, so I I can't remember everybody who was, who was there, but I I remember it was it was, uh, it was Heather and, and me. And I can't remember which of our thousand drummers was there. Uh, but at the time, we were rotating drummers. So we had... Uh, we had uh, Chris and Salsa, and I believe who else was somebody else was rotating in. Raider anyway, Lee. Ro- me, Raider Ridley. Ridley was there. Wait a minute, Ridley, you drum? Um, <laughs> only when forced to upon rare occasions. Hey, uh, 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 boss man, I uh, know a good drummer. <laughs> um, huh. you know, we should we should hire Ridley. We should hire Ridley. Anyway, um, that is the correct answer. <laughs> so, uh. Anyway, um, so we're all sitting back there in this in this fiery pit of doom, and uh, I, I'm I'm, I'm waiting for Gandalf to stand up and be like, "You shall not pass." That's how hot it was back there. But anyway, um, and in the crowd, the very first row are these two young fans, two young women, and they came they came to play. They they sat down, and they from the moment we were talking to the audience and walked back. They were just hooting and howling, and they were just having a, the greatest time. And uh, and I thought they were, I thought they were like really drunk, but they weren't. They were just really young and having a great time. They were super, super fun. So we sit back there, and the whole time the show starts, th- th- I introduce myself to the to the crowd a lot of times when, when before the show, show starts. They start answer, asking questions to me, and I'm answering them back as Yuri, 
I sit back there, the entire show, they're literally yelling, Yuri. And I'm like, this is how the festival needs to be. They, they made they made the whole show. It was super fun. Uh, and it was really great to see. In fact, I I actually came to know those, uh, those girls because they would later on catch me when they came to the festival. We'd walk around a lot in between shows. And they'd often stop and talk and say hi and everything. And years, years later, um, uh, they actually, one of them actually came to the pub sing where I was at doing the evening and had me play, uh, had me play uh, Gypsy Queen, which uh, is a song we play as a, an audio song, but also as a song with words. So they came. So like that group of that, those two uh, kids who are not kids now, years later, they're, you know, they're actually adults and, and, uh, and uh, all that stuff. They really uh, made that show and it kind of gave me a great introduction to Fondazzi. I think it was like my, our second or third weekend we were playing. So it was really great. There was one occasion where we were in the New Glarus Renaissance Festival. And this was when it was in New Glarus and down in the pit. And they would my put favorite us place. on. <laughs> yeah. They would have you on trail duty every once in a while, which was entertain the people coming down the hill or going up the hill because it's a long, arduous hike either way. And so we were up there performing fire and just using manipulation torches. And it's it's an interesting thing to try and get someone's attention and not just be like, hey, look, fire, I can put it out with my hand and capture their attention and get them to stop as they're physically exerting themselves <laughs> and take a break. Uh, so, uh, Romy and I came up with a, a partner piece because we were spotting one another and we basically catch a kid and ask him, Hey, do you think this is enough fire? And we just have one torch and then pass it to the other torch and then go, Oh no, sorry. It's too much fire. And we put it out and he's like, Whoa, you just put it out. And they're like, you want me to bring it back? And so we get this interaction of just two torches back and forth, more fire, less fire, too much fire, put it out a different way. And yeah, we, we had a lot of fun interacting with tons of little kids on that trail doing that little bit little kids are the best i agree like oh yeah when you see them dancing on the benches oh yeah that's my favorite when they're just they get so into it like and there's their face lights up and like the first time they see a fire blast and they're like oh (laughs) (laughs) mind is blown for quite some time or they're just like it's real fire and they're like i can i've seen so many kids turn to their parents and be like is that real fire is that real fire? Mom, mom, is that real fire? Or they're like super concerned. Like the little kids who are like in the first two rows are like, oh my gosh, mommy, is he going to hurt himself? <laughs> mommy, is he going to get burned? And you're like, oh, sweetheart, yay. The answer is yes, but we're going to be okay. We have several crafter kids that come and see every show. They're there. They know our dialogue by heart. They go home and recite That's what I was just going to say too. Yeah. yeah. And I love seeing the, those same familiar kids. And I mean, I've only been out there two years, but even just in that time, the first time you see them out there and you're like, oh, Oh, they've grown since last year. <laughs> so and and they and they love it so much that they come every show some days. They get upset when you uh switch stuff up sometimes. They're like, that's not how this goes. Yeah. Like, yes. We could like that's okay. We could change things. And they're like, mm, I'm not sure about that. We have one adult fan who I know she sits in the front all the time. Um, and you probably know who you are if you're listening and I love you and you give us the look when you can tell that we're doing something different or that we messed up because you've been watching this long <laughs> enough that you know and it just cracks me up because I'll get this hmm look from her. <laughs> 
I'm like, yes, yes, we did. Sorry. <laughs> but those same audience members are also impressed when you pull something off that they know is going to be challenging. Because if you're doing like a water show and you know, it's raining and you're slipping and they're like, wow, way to go. <laughs> like, you didn't cheat out on that. I know that. what that was supposed to look like and that looked dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> like you didn't biff it. I'm impressed. <laughs> exactly. Back at the very beginning of our show, all the way back in 2004, uh, there was a very young girl that came over to see our show who was one of our patrons, Luna, who we mentioned earlier. She recorded a lot of our early shows and she's been watching us the whole way through. So like we have some fans that have been with us for a very long time. And it's really amazing to hear feedback from those fans that have been watching us for years and years, moving on to decades because, you know, kind of getting a feel for their perspective on how things have changed and shifted and grown. And Well, what's really interesting uh, for us is, is to see the people who come back over and over and we can recognize them. You know, it, we see them coming back and uh, it, it's fantastic. They, a lot of times they, they, it's like the next year and, they, and you see the familiar faces coming back after being gone a season. You're like, oh, right, we're doing this again. Yeah. This is, you know, it's, <laughs> it, because, you know, we can, we can sit, and play music and do fire in, in our, you know, in our, in our front yard and, and it's fine, but it's really, the show is the show when, when the people show up, right? That's, yeah. That's totally. when the show starts. Yeah. Last year I had a, a mom stop me and um, asked to show me a video of her daughter dancing and she took her cues from us. She used Mariska mm-hmm. for this competition and she had a very big skirt on and she had a little vest and it was very cute. I saw that same one and this is like the second time she's done. She's taken some of our music to make a, a dance piece yep. too. And this is and a dancer dancer. Not like, yeah. I mean, we love all the Not kids like dancing. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, hey. No, Not I like might, what Adam does. But she's an older <laughs> exactly. older child who's dancing on a stage as a performance, as a piece of art. Yeah, this is a competitive. Yeah. Yes. She's a competitive mm-hmm. dancer. Yeah. Yeah, it was very impressive. And also like super heartwarming, like, oh my gosh. And then every time we do Mariska, her face lights up when she's in the audience. I love right. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's and I can just see her like going through in her head and yep. yeah. no. Absolutely. Hey. She even had a tambourine, I believe. Yeah, she did. She did. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. So combining couple songs there, because so maybe maybe we should add tambourine to Mariska. Just saying, stabs. Uh, Mariska is the one with the the, with the three stabs that get tossed back and forth throughout the the number, and it's the stomping staff piece. Mm -hmm. Um, That's Mariska. Yeah, we say hey. But I think adding some tambourines in there. The pieces that she took and and put inside of her um, inside of her number to dance with was a conglomeration of, of many of our dances. She took pieces of it, facets mm-hmm. of it, and, and combined them together to make a whole different dance, which is really cool. It's, it's really cool. Uh, that's, that's, you know, that's, that's what their creativity of people coming together to make something really new, taking pieces of old stuff and mixing it together. And we do that too. It's like just looking at the lineage of art is just amazing how, you know, it, it creates and inspires. Yeah, you pay, you pay homage to certain things. Like the the me flip, since we're talking about Mariska, like throwing bread over my back. I mean, that's thanks to YouTube. I saw it once ever, somebody doing that on YouTube. And I was like, hey, let's see if we can do it. Hey, Brett, come here. I'm going to toss you into the woods here. Exactly. <laughs> that's the start of a lot of Fondazi things, I think. Hey, Brett, come here. <laughs> I have an idea. <laughs> I, that actually leads into my, one of my favorite um, interactions with an audience member, honestly, was this woman came up and um, she was from 
I, if any of the other band members remember where she's actually from, I don't remember. Um, I know what you're talking about. But she was from, I believe. A- I think what she said was Persia, which would probably be Iran. So, but I mean, yeah, she's my favorite. She actually came over to um, my tip basket. Yeah. And she-, she was, and Chris was standing by me and she's like, where is this music from? This, this sounds like my home. And she was just like leaning into us mm-hmm. and just like, you could feel the depth of emotion that she was trying to express to us about how this brought her back to where she felt safe, where she was at home. And it was just like, you know, that connection was just so raw right in that moment. And so yeah. I was like, go tell the band they need to hear. Cause I was like already crying with her. And, and I'm she like, did <laughs> go tell them. Yeah. She like came over and was just like, we were, you know, talking about music and like the feeling of it and like, where's our inspiration. And it was, I mean, part of me was also like, kind of like none of this music is like, Persian really but like authentic yeah yeah, like (laughs) but I mean the fact that it feels like home and she used that phrase a lot honestly like this this makes me feel you know because she hadn't been home for a while and like being able to make that connection again had was like that was like it was super meaningful to me and it was also a moment where I felt that like good about our music yes, choices because yeah. <laughs> sometimes I always feel like we're kind of stabbing in the dark like looking mm-hmm. for things and like trying to make this fondazi sound yeah. and so now like whenever I'm thinking about music or like finding inspirational music she's always there in my mind a little bit like how would she feel about this oh, awesome. yes me too mm-hmm. I think that's absolutely true absolutely the one that I was going to talk about too I mean I only have two seasons of patron interactions to draw from but she I don't care how many seasons I do from this point on she's probably going to be my favorite because that I'm was I'm sorry I stole it that no really that's fine it's a, it's a great memory go along with that I mean uh you know that we'll cover this more in like a future podcast where I think we'll schedule something to talk about music sometimes but I mean that really is something that we try to do is try to make our music be authentic-ish you know like like we try to make it as, as close as possible but while, while still being not copy. So, so when we hear, so it's like, it's almost, it's great when we hear that people are receiving it that same way. It's really, it's really fun. Yeah. If it resonates with them, that's the most important thing. The half the fun is seeing the terror stricken faces sometimes when they see all the fire (laughs) and it's like, yeah. Yes. Speaking of terror, the the sheer number of people who come (laughs) up to me after the show and ask about my beard. They are so concerned <laughs> that I've burned it. It's adorable. It, it's every show. And it's it, it's good. I mean, it gets sometimes it gets singed. It almost always gets a little something during the tentacle piece when you have six foot high flames. It's kind of unavoidable. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but for yeah, the most part, the rest of the show, it's untouched. Times. Yeah, I, I have to say yeah. that um, my favorite, because when it comes to actually talking to people after the show, I am actually a little bit shy about that. And so I don't have a lot of conversations, but I love the conversations from on stage. That's where I feel comfortable. So when you lock eyes with somebody in the audience and you can emote with them in those moments, that's what I really like. And I once or twice have mouthed nice shirt to somebody and then made them laugh when I'm in the middle of performing because I'm like oh, that's the funniest shirt I've seen all day nice shirt um but I really like that those interactions with the audience when you can just pick someone out and they come into clear focus in the sea of faces and then you have that moment where you lock eyes I just love that those are my favorites 
And then then smiling at the kids when they see you smiling at how they're dancing with you. Oh, I love that too. You know what I really like is I like when I'm on the other side of the festival. Like I, I've gone off and I don't get to go out, go out very much because Adam doesn't trust I'm going to come back. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm on the... Sense of time. You were gone for like two years. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Just wandered off. I... I, I I knew I should not have eaten that second piece of cake. I'm just saying. It just, yeah. but, we found you up at the front gate. We had no idea. That you were there. Cake is his weakness. Cake is my weakness. I like when I'm on the other side of the festival and I'm, I'm, I'm walking over there for whatever reason. And uh, I see people with our buttons on them, you know, because I know the festival's the festival's a big festival. And, uh, you know, so they've gone to our show and now they've made themselves, you know, they've gone around the whole festival or whatever. It's really cool to see them. And I, often uh, I'll look, I kind of try to make eye contact. A lot of times they, they wave or say hi or you know, good job or, or we'll see your show or come into your Uber show later. And those little tiny things are really fun because uh, you know, it really kind of creates that kind of connection, which I really like. Yeah. Cause you know, you know, uh, that's the best part about for us uh, with the buttons. And I, I really hope people enjoy them as a, a souvenir, which is awesome. But for us, we see them and it's like, yeah, we, we have like this little, little secret bond we get to have with, with you as you're walking around. Uh, I, I love the the woman who who showed a picture of, and she had every one of them. Yep. Wow. Yeah, every button. Mm -hmm. Hopefully yeah, that person's that. listening because this year we're releasing the limited edition button only to our Patreon subscribers. Starts even at the two dollar yes. level, so that two dollar thing carries over. If you're a two dollar Patreon subscriber, you're gonna get hooked up with this year's limited edition uh, Fondazi fan club button. That's the only one there's gonna be this year. So oh. one of the one of the things that I really enjoy is going to the front gate before the gates open mm -hmm. and doing uh, patron interaction up there. Uh, Romy and I and Chris will join us at times as well. We'll stand and immerse ourselves in the crowd and get right towards the middle before we get. No, no, no. What are you talking about? I'm raising my hand because you just said and Chris sometimes, but you never mentioned me. I have been there. She's there all the time. 90% of the time with you and Brett in the morning. I think Katie was there once. But yet you never mentioned me. <laughs> it's because you're short, Katie. Katie, it's, I think that he just doesn't notice you because Chris and Brett and, are, and Adam yeah. are all like above everyone else's heads. They just don't see anyone else at or this point. Or wives are invisible. Okay, Katie, it, it's, it's not a wife thing. I am at the massive five nine, <laughs> and uh, I walk with Chris and Brett and Adam. <laughs> and you know who people you know who people love to see, Chris and Brett and Adam. And you know who they're, they're, they're perfectly <laughs> okay. So it's a height fan thing. Fan interaction. Too short. I'm still I'm still in your thunder. I'm gonna come up with the height thing. We we actually we're getting <laughs> yeah. we were getting off of a, a, a of a of a show. We were, I don't remember where it was, it was one of the special events in the festival. And we're walking back and this woman is coming in and she is in a roller cart, right? And she stops us and she looks at Adam and she's like, you're so handsome and I'm, I'm gonna improvise a little bit. She's like, you're so handsome, you're so beautiful. And then she looks at, and she looks at Brett and you, and she's like starry eyed, like she would run away with Brett that moment. You know, she loves it. You know? And then she looks at Chris and she's like, and you're so beautiful with that beard. And then she stops for a second. And she looks over at me and she goes, you are okay. Like she really <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, and I'm like, 
I'm like, yeah, I'm used to this. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I have to say that the uh, the fan crushes on our husband is pretty funny sometimes. Uh, there was a woman when we first had Fondazi that was after Chris super hard. She chased him around a lot, and it just amused me because I'm like, yeah, he's mm-hmm. hot. I That's agree. why you married him. She didn't cross <laughs> any lines that I'm aware of, but she really liked to find him and then talk to him and then tell him how beautiful he was. And I'm like, yeah, he is. That reminds <laughs> me of my very first year with Bondazi. Mind you, I'm not a lesbian <laughs> at all. I don't interact. I had a Renaissance festival in my past all that much. So I'm just getting my feet under me in this festival uh, environment. And some girl goes to my wife, who is my wife at this point. She doesn't know it's your wife. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That guy with the whip. He is so hot. Do you know if he has a girlfriend? And Katie, having my back as always. No, go right ahead. Go talk to her. I'm such a good wife. You are. Was that the same one that called him a chiseled man? Who's that chiseled man? I think so. <laughs> oh. oh, I forgot about that one. That was Dr. Chisel. That was your Dr. first name, Dr. Chisel. Dr. Chisel. <laughs> yeah. It's almost as good as that one time we were walking out of Cub and I dropped my keys <laughs> and was like an inch away from grabbing them and she just kicked them. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> That is their marriage in a nutshell, everybody. <laughs> yep, that sounds, that sounds about right. Uh, I love you. Well, so help much. you with that. You know, we talked about booth kids and we talked about like crafters and other entertainers. Like, they're also the ones who like talk about our show, but like, getting to see us when we used to be able to do, you know, Fundazi in the dark. Um, you know, it was there. Some of the, like our, some of our biggest fans are our fellow entertainers, our fellow, you know, crafters, you know, who wish they could come see us more often, but maybe get like one chance, of, you know, a year and then they come see us. And that's a, that's, a it's always event. nice to see the Morris dancers on their day off in the audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes me so happy. Well, it's one of those things, like, I even teach our kids, it's like, it's okay to make mistakes, just learn from those mistakes, mm-hmm. and it's like, mm-hmm. do you understand how I don't make as many mistakes now? Because I already <laughs> made them all before. Yeah. I've burned myself every way you can imagine. You know, we've, we've messed up things with performing every single way that you can, mm-hmm. and we learn from it, and then we move forward. <laughs> Well, and we're still inventing new ones in front of all of our fans and they still love us. And that honestly was like a lesson that I was trying to, I was talking to a group of people that were about to perform for the first time on stage in front of people. They were really nervous. And I'm like, listen, when you've caught yourself on fire in front of people, you realize at that point in your life that the audience is going to be okay. You know, moving on from that, you're like, oh, well, the audience, they are there for a show. They're there for the experience. And Mm -hmm. if you just kind of roll with it, embrace it and keep moving, they're going to come back. They're on your side. Yeah, exactly. Generally speaking, the audience is, yeah, supposed to be on, are usually on your side. You know, they want you to succeed. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I tell my theater students all the time that exactly like the audience wants you to succeed. I, I teach theater in my other life, um, and English and just like, 
you know, when it's, it's not like we're not comedians. We're not there. To, like hecklers aren't really a thing, you know, that we, they want to succeed. They, they're there for a good show. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but also like the audience, they give so much energy to us that we feed off of. But like, I think part of that is also like learning that not to fear the audience. Yeah. You know, not to fear that interaction, but also not to fear that, that judgment mm-hmm. of because we're putting our all into this and we're putting it into it for them and for us a little bit, obviously, too. But just that idea that, like, they want you to succeed. You, as the audience, are on our side is such a huge thing. Like, I and I don't... I wax eloquently well, in my classes about it, so <laughs> I can go on, so I won't. Yeah, they, they give off so much energy. that That is the difference between a mediocre performance and a fantastic performance because you go out there and you know the moves, you've practiced them, but now the audience is there, they're energizing you, and now you're doing this thing, you're making it look easy, you're making this feat happen, and it's it's just it's amazing. And they respond to that so much, and that energy just drives you. And if you do happen to get hurt during that time, you don't feel it because you're there, you're doing it, you work through it, then you get off side, off stage, and you're like, "That was awesome!" Oh crap, this hurts! <laughs> you know? And you, you go take care of it. But yeah. the audience was like, "Wow, that was awesome!" He caught it by the burning end, and he didn't care. <laughs> it was on fire in his hand, and it was cool. He and like, yes, it was. He put that fire thing through his crotch. <laughs> ah. Well, that's great. <laughs> That's right. You know, my my favorite experience actually was with Brett. Um, we do the feast, Adam, Brett, and myself. Yeah. And we, for a long time, would do um, them versus me. So um, I would go out and I would declare myself Mighty Mouse Matryoshka. Matryoshka. And um, I would, <clears throat> the whole shtick is that even though I can do what they can do, I don't do it. And I get more applause. <laughs> and uh, we were we had done the feast. It was a Saturday at the end of the day, and it was starting to get dusk. And it was later on in the run where they have buses and buses and buses of people, and there's lines, and nobody can leave for hours. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe Veritally, you had little ones still. Teresa, I think you were going to go back and like help with our kids, and. Everybody else had, I think you guys had all dispersed. And so Adam, Brett, and I were still at front gate. And Adam went to go get more fuel because we were running out of fuel and we were trying just to do manipulation. Um, And we go through this one line um, outside the front gate where they're waiting for a bus. And um, Brett and I start doing just a few little things of manipulation. And this one girl goes, hey, it's Mighty Mouse Matryoshka. And she started chanting Mighty Mouse. Yay. And then next thing I know, the entire parking lot and buses are <laughs> chanting Mighty Mouse at me. Aww. And I'm not doing anything. I mean, like, Brett's doing all the manipulation and I'm just pretending. Like, I get it to my mouth and I blow it out. And he stands up and he looks at me and he's like, this is not fair. I'm like, well, <laughs> it is what it is. And then there, that bus left and we got some great tips and it was really funny because the entire parking lot was chanting for me. And I, I you are super good at getting awesome. the audience on your side. And I love that. Yes. It is so fun to watch. It's that awesome, yes. playful smile. Eating out of your hand. And they love it when you come out and do the funny dances too. Yes. Yes. They eat that up. Dances. 
But I think some of our, some of the best times not, are at the front not gate. Not that, you know, more dance was ever planned in the first place, was it? <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure I was just out there doing the announcements and said, more dance. And then someone showed up behind me. I think it was Salsa who ran. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's probably Salsa. Salsa. Busted well, out there. Was like, <laughs> <laughs> no, he probably did his pole dance thing. <laughs> that gets me every time. <laughs> That's why he still does it. I think it's because the face with the whole body movement. Because he makes a certain mm-hmm. face as he yes. does it. It's, he does. So like I was saying before about being at the, the gate after hours when people are leaving. Mm-hmm. Um it was a completely different weekend and we're out there again, Adam, Brett and I, and I don't even know how we got into it, but somehow we got into me telling you and Brett what to do. Yep. And you guys did it. it yeah, was, I don't even know how that. It just like warped into like me yeah. daring Brett to get on your I shoulders. You can't do this. Right. And that's how we got the, <laughs> on him shoulders breathing. Was, ah, they just kept telling him to do things. Nice. And they just kept doing it. <laughs> and the audience kept cheering them on. Yep. And every time they said they couldn't do something, the audience just would go crazy at them as they were waiting for their buses. And then the buses would leave. And There was, was a over. lot of fuel poisoning that night. <laughs> <laughs> Closing Gate was also where we had the, the brief, you know, era of the Fondazi High Five. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah I'm kind of sad about that. I know. It was a lot <laughs> yeah. of fun. Do you like doing but the Fondazi could... High Five as people leave? I think we yeah. should saran wrap all of us together all of our hands together and run at people together because that would just be horrible and wonderful <laughs> i'm not sure that idea works in practicality um, yes it does <laughs> it, i mean we should try it i mean we go with what katie already tried right i think we should just try it which actually reminds me of do you remember the so forever ago this was with robert shug as the uh, announcer at the the gay lexicon where you and brett did your piece um together for the first time like so we did all these it was all a glow mm-hmm. show yeah mm-hmm. and this was at a, a convert a con um our dear friend our dear departed friend robert Shug had contacted me he was like can you guys do a, a show a half i think it was like 45 minute show and i was like probably <laughs> but not on fire probably um which was i think our first glow show we ever tried and worked really well so like we have a glow show mm-hmm. which is awesome yeah um but Adam and Brett figured out how to do what Brett and Joe kind of were doing now, which is the acro. And it was so good. And I kind of miss it in the best possible way because the audience loved it. Oh, yeah. I think my favorite is when Brett and Adam yeah. do Gypsy Queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. That's the duet that Teresa and I do yeah. with, the, with the quarter staff. Oh, it's ridiculous. Oh, I don't think I've ever seen that. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. I don't think you did this last year. You I guys, don't think do so. No, we didn't do it or last year. It never came up. No, I tried to make it come up. I know up you both kept like dodging it because he's like, I don't remember. It's been so it's long. Fun. Well, now you have to do it next time. Yeah, it is. If Kristen players. hasn't seen it, there's probably a lot of fans listening to this that have never seen Brett and I do Gypsy Queen. Because you usually did yeah. it at the Uber show or later right. in the day. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the best pieces of comedic dance gold I've seen. <laughs> the it's audience loves it they every do. time we it's do it. It's so funny. <laughs> yes. So has anyone ran into fans mm-hmm. outside of festival? Yes. Oh yeah. I've been outed at Fleet Farm at the grocery store. <laughs> He's like, hey, you're that Fondazi guy. When we bought our house, like we mentioned, our next door neighbor recognized us as soon as we were unloading the U-Haul. He's like, what? 
I know you. I was at the grocery store and this guy just kept staring at me in the pharmacy section. And I was like creeped out <laughs> for a little bit. And he's like, are you, are you in Fondasi? Are, are you at the Renaissance Festival? I was like, yes, I am. He's like, oh my God, you guys are awesome. And then we had this awkward moment where I'm like, that's so awesome. Thank you so much. And then I'm going to go get tampons. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Would you like to walk with me as I pick up my tampons? <laughs> right. <laughs> no, Chris and I were actually waiting for a show to start in Maple Grove this winter. And we had our Fondazi sweaters on. And a woman came up to us. We were getting hors d'oeuvres at a bar ahead of time. And she came up. She's like, oh, my God, you're Fondazi. And we're like, we're about to do a show. But she had to leave. So that was unfortunate. But, Yeah. I like having those sweaters out in the wild, too. Cause... Nothing like being branded. Yep. And you, too, mm-hmm. can be branded by purchasing any of our merchandise. Yeah, we uh, we got a Threadless account this week. So now we have Fondazi-branded merchandise, including masks out there with the What Do You Want logo on it, as well as more fire. There's going to be a really cool mm-hmm. new T-shirt design dropped shortly here. Ooh. So yep. A little bit of rock and roll mm-hmm. going on with it, so... Just a teaser there. Mm-hmm. There will be yeah. com- There will be stuff coming. We will Reese's just drop it bit by bit. As a, let yeah. there be merch. Yes. <laughs> Patron interaction. That's one of my absolute favorite. Okay, strangely, can't Sorry. talk to people right after I get off the stage. I'm too shy, probably because I'm tired and I need to catch my breath. But I'm just not in mm-hmm. the right headspace. But at closing gate, I get people to give me food all the time. Yes. And that is my favorite thing to do. I just like, hey, that looks heavy. You shouldn't be carrying that home by yourself. Why don't you let me take some of that food? And people will give me food. And it's just the best way to end my day. I have this magic in my eyes. And it works on Chris all the time where I just get this look where I... I'm, I'm very capable, but this split second, I'm too hungry to do anything for myself, so please help. And then I get very resigned in hand or whatever I'm eating. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I, I do like talking to the patrons at the end of the day at Closing Gate. It's They're fun to interact with because they'll... They're, they're on like, a high. From yeah, the they're on a high. They're leaving. And they're, they're kind of listening yeah. to you because there's a whole bunch of people yelling goodbye at them. And I'm like, right. bye. Thanks for coming. See you at home. And, <laughs> They're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) I really like doing the high fives at the end of the day and getting really loud and screaming. Yeah. Because at that point, I am exhausted. And if I don't amp myself up, I'm going to fall asleep standing Right. Yeah. If I just get really, really, really amped up, it's like when I run a marathon. I have to scream through it. Mm -hmm. This sounds really weird. No, no, it makes sense. When you run marathons, people are there with signs like, you can do it. Great job. And when I see them, I start screaming and jumping up and down. I'm like, yes, I can do it. Thank you. Like, I get, and that's how I have to pump myself up at the end of the day mm-hmm. to say goodbye to people because I'm really tired. We all get a little slap happy. It's pretty fun. <laughs> we do. Plus, we've had all those fumes exactly. backstage. And, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, we used to, as a band, we used to go out in the middle of the day and at the end of the evening, play music out in the festival grounds that fun and i've had a lot of fun interactions doing that um we we had my favorite though is we were outside just outside of front gate we're playing uh, uh uh music out there and suddenly these these uh people who were uh who worked at different shops they came over to us and yeah, they started headbanging through our song. It was amazing. So I start start playing <laughs> epic, and they're like, "Yeah!" And they're like, and they're all dressed up in like troll and like uh, 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 fake creatures and everything, and they're jumping around like 
b- jumping around, bouncing and like like thrashing with each other, the three of them. <laughs> and it was just the most hilarious thing to see people standing and watching us. And then they're watching these people like, what is going on here? And, <laughs> and, and it was just like a whole spectacle. It was really, really funny. So, you know, we were talking about audiences earlier. And I think for me, like our Uber show audience is one of my favorites. I mean, oh, there's God, always yes. something special yeah. to each show that we do. But the Uber audience, they've come back. Yeah. And they so they're mm-hmm. they already know what to expect for the most part. And they are if it's a nice enough day and they're not completely wiped out from the heat, they're super high energy and they are really, really loud. And we can have some Uber shows that just fly. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the music is going way faster. The fire yeah. is <laughs> way bigger. Hotter. Hotter, and you're just moving Mm -hmm. so fast. Because those days are also like the days where you're like the most exhausted, and then the Uber show, like, oh, yeah, again. Absolutely. I I love every Uber show. It's fantastic. Yep. I mean, I I love all the shows, so I'm not saying I don't love the rest of the shows, but it's like (laughs) your kids, you know, you love all your kids. There's the expectation of the Uber show that you're going to blow it out, so you're kind of pumped up for it. Yeah, you don't have to yeah. hold back at all. Right. Because after that, you know you're okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. You can throw it all out on the stage and it's awesome. It was a number of years of feeling like a massive failure during the Uber show if I had to jump out of the fire because jumping through the tentacles was too hot before Adam's like, no, it's awesome. The audience loves that when you're like, <laughs> you know, you jump in and jump back out. I'm like, oh, cool. So... <laughs> It proves how hot it, it is. Because pro- it is that hot <laughs> show. Yeah. That is the one question was a dead serious yes. The tentacles are terrifying. The tentacles yeah. are hot. When I go to the back of the audience after that, I usually let people touch my boots because the buttons and the leather are still so hot. I'm yeah. like, if you want to know how hot it was, feel mm-hmm. my boots. Yeah. <laughs> They're well, like, say, I will let people touch my boots or my like my knee. like Boots with a T, so by the way. You touch your what? With a yeah. T. Be yeah. no, like, wow, like, what are you going to say? Wow. <laughs> touch my boots. They're hot. That's quite the fan interaction. Because <laughs> when I was doing it, I have I have kind of more puffy yes. pants as my, um, and for the longest time, I was like, I I could get through it all because, and I realized it was because yes. the puffy pants are the way to go, yeah. and the boys, no no dis no dis on the boys at this point, like the boys have generally knee-high boots and puffy pants so like the heat is not next mm-hmm. to their skin whereas like wearing a mm-hmm. legging there is no barrier almost between your skin and and we have little skirts that act as little hot air balloons yeah, yeah the part that you're <laughs> missing <laughs> is that we jump through the fire we get our puffy pants and our boots really hot and then we go kneel to run the, <laughs> right. the tentacles yes. right so we right. feel it yeah <laughs> Yeah. I'm not saying you don't feel it. Uh, But yeah, the audience, you know, looking out over an audience that is like 10 feet back standing room. I love seeing that. And we were talking about how, you know, in a previous episode in the management one, talking about how Fondazi takes on its own persona and audiences do that too. It is like this hive mind can kind of take place. And I love it. It's delicious. Totally. It's just magical. And, mm-hmm. you know, we get the we get the audience, their hive mind is it's really hot and we can't clap. And we've been performing long enough that we know that that does not mean that we're failing. We know that you're still there. We know you're still present. So if you've been in one of those audiences, 
don't worry, we're with you. We're still delivering everything we can for you. But when you get the audiences that are really jazz, it is like the most mm -hmm. electric, amazing experience. Yeah, you look out, there's a sea of people all yeah. screaming the same thing. Mm -hmm. and it's, yeah. It's fantastic. That's being in the band and going out on stage first, especially for the Uber show. Yeah. Like we step out there and it's just, yeah, like you say, like 10 feet back beyond the back of the benches and they're buzzing already. That's, you know, it's going to be a good show. I always like it when our favorite photographers are there because... Yes, there our photographers like to sit right in front of the tree that's yep. in the center of our audience. And so if you see us smiling and hamming it up for the tree, <laughs> that's what's really going on. <laughs> <laughs> right. so, so the Uber show is actually, I forgot, it has my most favorite thing of all time for, for, for me being out at the festival. Um, one time uh, we were out in the, at the beginning of the show and I was with, I think it was, I can't remember, I think it was with Radio Lake, but I can't remember who I was standing with. And we were talking, talking to audience members. And I said, I, I, I'm gonna take over the show. And I was doing a kind of a thing about taking over the show. And I told people, you have to join my nation. And I, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I literally put my hands up and I go, join the Yuri nation, you know? <laughs> and, it was, and it was just, I kind of made it up on the spot. I was just having fun with it. Well, some group of people there got really into it. And it and the, they came to the Uber show like three more times and they brought signs. We literally had signs that said like, like Yuri Nation. It was, it, was, it was so, it was, I mean, the, the Uber show is already fantastic. And then I look over and see it and I just start laughing. And then you add some Yuri Nation. I, I, yeah, I, I yeah, I literally couldn't stop laughing the whole show. It was, it was fantastic. It took me a like embarrassingly long time, like last year. Me too. Realized urination was urination. Like we have been together doing this for a long time now. Me too, and urination's been around for a while. The only one. I had a friend okay, I had a friend of mine. He comes to the show. We actually filmed our show in 3D and everything. It was really cool. And so he comes with his buddy and I'm up on stage and I and I he's yelling at me and I and I yell at him and I I said like the urination thing. And uh, and he starts la he starts laughing, and his buddy's standing there, and they're walking. He says, "My friend's walking with me, and we're walking for like a half hour." Suddenly, he looks. He goes, "Oh, urination! I get it." Like it was really it was super funny. I I laughed. I'm like, yeah, it's it's kind of subtle because I just like blow through it, and you know, I'm not making a big deal about it. Nice. But you are. You know, sometimes when, uh, <laughs> yeah. when I'm having a hard time on a show, Adam will come back stage and he will say something that the audience member will have said to him, like when he yells more fire and he goes, some lady just goes, a llama. <laughs> <laughs> I swear that happened. It's one of those things I look back on that show and I was like, did that actually happen? I said... Yeah, what do you want? Everyone screamed more fire, and I was like, "That's right." And she said, "A llama," <laughs> and I was like, "What?" And I, it just stopped me dead in my tracks, and I said, "A llama," and she goes, "What?" And I'm like, <laughs> having a conversation with this lady, like, "Damn it, <laughs> a llama." Like, well, shit, that, that's what she wanted. What do you want? <laughs> yeah, that, that's become a thing in our house. We don't know what the other person is trying to tell us. We'll just yell a llama. A llama. A llama. She clearly was looking for a new groove. Watch out, they spit you. <laughs> right. <laughs> I totally get what you said there. <laughs> My first season with Fondazi, there was an incredibly inebriated person in the back of the audience who threw out the entire show, no matter what was happening, whether regardless if someone was on stage or not sat in the back of the audience 
Slow clap. Slow clap. <laughs> no. You remember that, Teresa? Yes. Going. Yeah. <laughs> and he came to like three or four shows. All right. Yep. <laughs> I remember that. For 20 minutes straight until security came and removed him. Our very <laughs> so like, patrons are special. Wow. Those are special fan interactions. <laughs> Yes. yes. Every once in a while, we will get a crowd of very, very toasted men or women in the, the front row area. They get very vocal, and you know, they are very into it. Very vocal. That's right. Hey, I mean, they're just yeah. amping up everybody else. It's awesome. Yeah. And as long as they're not belligerent, as long oh, as they're exactly. awesome. No, exactly. Yeah, they can often get the uh, crowd going pretty good. This is exactly. true. They get everybody else going. Yeah. I will. I want to end with my favorite <clears throat> audience interaction. Is actually between us when we can break each other. <laughs> Those are my favorite things. Is with also is still being entertaining to the audience sure. because frankly, if we break each other and it's not entertaining to the audience, then that's just not you know it's it's not doing anything. Um, but when we can break each other, like when Katie comes on and does more dance in a way that Adam is not expecting. The first time we did the chicken dance. Or the chicken dance. I love <laughs> right. the chicken dance. Yeah. Knock it off. Or when Brett says something that Adam is not yes. expecting. Because really all comes down to breaking Adam. Because yeah, breaking that's what Adam I is, say. I think, I was like, I'm pretty sure a that's secondary the, goal. Besides yeah. making... Great entertainment. My favorite thing to do is when uh, in the Uber show when we're breathing fire. I will if I have too much fuel in my mouth, I turn around and it's like, <laughs> like off the stage to the backstage area. It is beautiful. I'm so yes. pretty. You are. You are like a llama. <laughs> a llama. Um, so I'm. I'm really hoping that. Uh, with us working with this new new medium and doing the podcast, so we get an opportunity to have all new fan interactions. In fact, if anybody has favorite interactions that they've had with us or questions that they want to ask us, uh, feel free to contact us, fondazi at gmail.com. You can hook up with us on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, and if you have interesting questions, we'd love to do an episode that we just sit and answer your questions. Yeah, read your letters on the air and, you know, give you a little chance to have your voice heard about what you love about Fandazi. And for the record, Yuri Fandazi does not live at festival. I have answered question many times. Uh, pardon me, but uh, you live here? I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is festival, why would I live here? <laughs>